Mike Rose got a new thing where he's going around. And it's like, uh, his new question is, uh, what we, like, I love it because I'm a plumber, but <laughs> his new thing is, how long are you willing to wait for a plumber? Wow. <clears throat> and it's like, because when, you, when a plumber tells you it's going to be two, three weeks, is that okay? I mean, there's no other plumber to add, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it, it, I don't know. And it goes to like these writers, like, dude, you guys have been gone already for months. I don't, I don't know, and I don't care. <laughs> Come on, they were putting out such trash for so long. How could we have any interest? Oh, how did we not talk about the new movie on Netflix with John Cena and Jackie Chan? I have not seen all, this. All subtitles. No, give me a... Chinese, dude. It's in Chinese, bro. Give me a lowdown. Give me a rundown. What's this movie about? I don't know. I watched five seconds of it. It's subtitled. It's in Chinese. <laughs> I'm an American, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. That's the best review I could possibly get. I'm like, I don't know. I can't believe it's in Chinese. <laughs> wow. All right. Well, I'll have to check it out. I, I'll check it out because Emma has the setting on the Netflix already where uh, they they don't do the subtitles. It goes right to the overdub. And I'm a big fan of the overdub. I don't know you could do that. How do you do that? I don't know. I'm I'm not an aficionado with the streaming services. It's just not my bag. So she's, you know, she's rolling through a, a series a day or two, man. I mean, it's these shows now, they're like five to eight episodes. Okay. She, she's uh, a pro. Some okay, people so are pros I, with the net. I had to look it up. Apparently, I didn't get into it enough, but I guess John Cena doesn't speak Spanish. In it. I thought I figured he was Spanish? Spanish too. Wait, was it, or, is it uh, Spanish or uh, Chinese? I'm sorry, Chinese. Yeah, I thought, bad English. You might as well be. He kotos to the uh, Chinese, I believe. Yeah, yeah, Chinese. So apparently he doesn't. But I, I don't know. I didn't get that far. I got about five minutes in. And I got sick <laughs> of it. I can't do subtitles, man. Get out of here. I want to watch a movie, not read a book. <laughs> oh man, well you're right. We don't need writers right now. And since we are on the topic of the oceans and talking water. Um, I, we did skip over a clip that I was very interested in covering and just other stuff uh, took place or precedents over it. Uh, they claim, and by they, I mean scientists or oceanographers, they claim that they discovered alien tech in the water. <laughs> oh, yeah. Are we alone in the universe? It's a question scientists have tried to answer for a long time, and we may be a step closer to answering that question. A team of Harvard researchers believe they have discovered fragments of alien technology. The pieces were from a meteor that landed in the ocean near Papua New Guinea back in 2014. But the team has a lot more debris to sort through in their research. Professor Avi Loeb led that team of researchers, and he joins me now for more. Professor, thank you so much for joining us. Let's start with what you found. What can you tell us about these spheres that you've recovered from the ocean floor. Thanks for having me. These are uh, metallic uh, marbles that we identified through a microscope. So that's a new way of doing astronomy. Instead of looking for what's outside the solar system using telescopes, we were using microscopes. 
and we collected magnetic material from the ocean. Did you go to the school of fucking uh, <laughs> Neil deGrasse Tyson there, guy? Okay? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> if you take a telescope and you turn it around and you look at something small, it turns into, it is, it is practically a microscope. All right, guy. Yeah, we all went through second grade science. Jesus Christ. You know what it is, though? They're showing us how little they think of the average viewer, right? He, uh, he's he's showing you exactly what he thinks of you, you know? He, he must explain it like he's talking to a five-year-old because that's <laughs> the only way you imbeciles are going to comprehend this kind of information. <laughs> yeah, I understand the formula for refraction and reflection. Like, <laughs> so, right, yeah. Next. Right, so fucking guys. All right, well, we're looking at alien tech. By the solar system using telescopes, we were using microscopes, and we collected magnetic <laughs> material from the ocean floor that is two kilometers deep. And uh, first, we put it in vials, as you see here. I just received uh, some of the material by FedEx uh, a few hours ago. I think this is a commercial uh, then, for FedEx. Uh, <laughs> we filtered out the tiny particles that are volcanic ash, and we were left with. Particles that are half a millimeter in size, we look at them through the microscope. And, and I received and this from FedEx. It came right away, right away. 24 hours, I was able to track from my phone. No problem, no problem. FedEx. And del <laughs> delivered with a smile. FedEx too, but excuse me, aren't you aren't you revealing alien <laughs> life on Earth? Like what? <laughs> and you trusted it to be delivered through FedEx? I don't know. I'm a little suspect about this whole story now, man. <laughs> I don't even trust them to ship my weed. <laughs> These are called spherules, which are the melted droplets from the surface of the object, which uh, moved too fast to be bound to the sun. It came from interstellar space. It's the first time that humans put their hands on material from a large object that entered the solar system from outside. All right, man. So they're claiming they found some alien tech uh, at the bottom of the ocean. Sounds like they found a couple alien balls. I don't know. <laughs> And from what I can tell, not that big. Not impressed. Oh. I, think we can take, I think we can take these guys. Sounds a little micro, if you ask me. <laughs> Let me tell you, come to Chicago with those tiny balls. We'll teach you a thing or two. Oh, man, that's good stuff. I'm glad we got to get that one out of the way. Uh, I, big fan. Big fan. Uh, you got to find a better guy to reveal it. Yeah, I mean, this is what's happening. There, you notice there is this slow leak of alien talk. It's just drip after drip. They keep just uh, sensationalizing it and getting everyone all hyped up and ready and primed for what? You know it, man. Come on, the fake alien, alien invasion, alien. <laughs> dude. We all know the fake alien invasion is coming. Folks, I'm warning you. I'm telling you. Please be prepared yeah, mentally. It's it's been happening for three years on the southern border. What are you talking about? Oh, yeah! <laughs> we are being invaded. <laughs> by aliens. What's great, though, is, you, dude, every street in Chicago has got at least one person selling tamales. It's great. 
Oh yeah, nice man. Uh, all Big igloo- fan of that. You gotta buy stock in igloo coolers, dude. They are fucking. Wow. All right, that's a good tip. I like it, especially right before the stock market crashes uh, next month or October. Right? Isn't that usually when that kind of stuff happens? No, dude. There's a lot of talk about that Bricks Nation dollar. They might actually do it. They've been talking about it for ever, but. Oh yeah. Be doing it. All right. Be doing so it. you think that's gonna tank the dollar bill and our stock market? I don't know what it's gonna do, to be honest with you. Yeah, I mean, how much trust is in the African nations? Also, it does seem like we are kind of geared up for an element of destabilization in the African region. I kind of read. I kind of read this article, and I had to agree with it. Um, the reason Joe Biden beat Trump and the reason he will beat him again. More people are happy and comfortable with the idea of the deep state being in charge. Wow, that should be <clears throat> bone chilling for everybody to hear. They almost are comforted by the fact that Joe Biden is this bumbling fool who just reads the teleprompter. Because it means the people who have always been charged are really in charge where it was like when Trump was in charge, you know, you really didn't know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, everybody sits there and says, Joe Biden has his finger on the button, but everybody knows his finger's nowhere near that fucking button. Right? And <laughs> by the time he pushes that button, so many people have made the decision. You know what I mean? But Trump, you kind of felt like he might actually push that button. You know? That's so strange because Biden, as we've covered quite thoroughly, very corrupt. His, uh, as a career politician, a man of 40 years, just being a sleazeball uh, dude in Washington, D.C., you don't stick around that long without getting dirty. It's just the way of the world. Right. But if I'm a criminal, I don't want to hang out with people who are clean. I want to hang out with people who are not gonna snitch yes yeah so i want joe biden because he's also a criminal and he doesn't doesn't you know interesting so are you you know he's in the cover are you kind of saying that biden's polling well and people are kind of into having him go at it again because they like the uh biden obama clinton machine still kind of running yeah absolutely i think the retaliation to I think, like, Joe Biden, so many people voted for Joe Biden in 2020. 81 million. That was the response to to Trump. That was all the people who were literally scared of change, scared of somebody else at the helm. They love the idea. Not even love it. I think it might even be a subconscious thing where it's just they just they feel comfortable knowing that that deep state is in. They've run it their whole life. They're going to keep it going. That's just pure sheep mentality, and it's very sad. And I was trying to think in my head about that four-year cycle. The media did a great job of making people feel on edge at all time, like some corrupt dude put in place by Russia had taken over the White House, and they were going to stop at nothing to remove him from that power. And then... COVID hit, and it was just so much brain warping and washing going on that, like, dude, I I totally see what you're saying here with the Biden thing. Like, yeah, it makes sense. The people 
who are on that side, they they love the deep state. They love the science, right? They love Fauci. They all know. They will even they'll look you in the eyes. They know he's not in charge. They know he's not running anything or making any decisions. That's wild. Dude, Joe Biden will say some stupid, will say something like insane. And then his people will just hurry up. They'll take it back. They'll do all the, you know what I mean? Everybody will go out there. Oh, that's not what he meant. What he meant. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. Donald Trump would tweet something. His people would try to walk it back. And then that day he would get off the plane, go to a reporter and be like, what's that? They walked it back. No, no, no. I meant what I said. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, that's scary. That's, that's scary. I mean. It is. Yeah, well, that's why Biden is kind of, uh, it's, it's weird. He's uh, and he probably will. Uh, I think the deep state <clears throat> will stop at nothing to get him. Well, to... that's why they can't have DeSantis run. If DeSantis wins the primary, it's death for Biden. Because DeSantis is, you know, it's, he's one of those, whether you like him or hate him, that guy is, you know, his nickname in college was the resume. DeSantis. Yes. The resume. Because, because even in college, they said he was living his life like he was building a resume to be president. He is a deep state. He is a player. He is, you know what I mean? Well, do you know who He's... runs his campaign? Is Carl Rove. Shut the fuck up. He works with Carl Rove. Yes, he's... The... And Brownie, you're doing a heck of a job. <laughs> <laughs> that was for you, Frank, because you got me on that one. Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, I'm going to get you with this one. Uh, since we're on Biden, miraculously, it's perfect uh, to roll with a clip that we missed, but I think is a very important topic, and we've danced on it a bit. Nobody wants to talk about it because it's definitely happening. Biden's going to get impeached, my man. Now to Washington, where House Speaker Kevin McCarthy raised the possibility last night of an impeachment inquiry against President Biden. He was on Fox News. McCarthy said Republican investigations into the business dealings of Biden family members, such as Hunter Biden, the president's son, have risen to the level of such an inquiry. He stopped short of saying that he would move to formally begin an impeachment inquiry at this time. A White House spokesperson responded that, quote, instead of focusing on the real issues Americans want us to address, this is what the House GOP wants to prioritize. <laughs> yeah. Instead of focusing on Trump corruption, they're looking at my corruption. That's What's going right. on here? <laughs> yeah, man. Biden impeachment is upon us. It's going through. I think they're going to roll with it. I think they have enough stuff against him, and I think you are right, Mike. I believe the Republicans, too, are concerned that the deep state is thick, the roots are deep, and they are going to pull off another victory in 2024, no matter how the public actually votes. Oh, they're all part of it, dude. That's why they're not going... I, I... I don't. I honestly don't know if they will impeach him. To be honest with you. All right, man. Nice. I mean, that's how you know Donald Trump was literally an outsider. Yes. But they were able to do whatever they want to him. They still are. 
They're still indicting him. The guy's going to be arrested every single month and go to trial every month leading up to this election. No former president has ever been indicted. And now this one, the first one, they're on like five indictments. I know, dude. <laughs> like, what do you guys, I mean, come it's on. It's definitely not a witch hunt, man. Come on. It's <laughs> not political persecution. Are you kidding me? It's crazy. And this, is, and this is including the guy who had to resign in shame. Didn't even get indicted as much as Not to mention the seven to 900 or so, I can't remember, uh, Jan 6th Patriots who are still locked (laughs) up currently. Yeah. Right? Uh, Oh, those are MAGA voters, man. Jan 6th is terrible. They just came out, uh, another guy admitted, he was a CIA guy, he admitted that, like, most of the people at January 6th were in some way, shape, or form connected to an agency. <laughs> really, dude? <Yeah. laughs> Excellent. Of course. It's, I mean... Of course, dude. Wow. <clears throat> well, I know we all know the main guy, Ray Epps, the simple farmer. Yeah, the poor farmer. Everybody keeps going after <laughs> Do you, I never, um, I didn't watch Jan 6 when it took place, to be totally honest. And it was only about a week or so later that Emma and I <clears throat> had actually kind of dug into real footage of what had happened. But by that point, the circus and the obsession on the news channels was over the top. And... I had already seen clearly what was happening. You know what I'm saying in real time? Like, the, like it was, to me, almost not seeing Jan 6 take place in real time gave me the opportunity to know right away I was watching something rehearsed. Yeah. Yeah, it was, like, too much. It was such an obsession. It was so over the top. And... <clears throat> The hyperbole, like the the words used to describe it, not on the news, but what I heard people in my regular everyday life and encounters when Em and I went out to dinner and people were talking about like, oh, did you see Jan 6 and then go and describe the, you know, what took place. We were shocked at like kind of the brainwashing almost like like people were describing Jan 6 like it was the Civil War. What kills me is that a lot of it was like a right wing kind of talking point, and then if you really dive into it, uh, when they certified the election in 2016, just just like on the Jan. Six that we know about, there was a riot, and then when Trump got inaugurated, there was a huge riot in D.C. That's right, man. Every single one of those people, their charges were dropped. Or they were just found not guilty. They were acquitted. Didn't we have the pussy hat uh, march? Everyone wore the pussy hats? That was later on. What was that for? I don't know, but I swear Remember it was right. Remember the pussy hats? Yeah, dude, it was right after Trump was elected. Yeah, that was because he did something. Well, it was because he grabs him by the pussy. No, they talked about that, but it was I like... I swear uh, it's because he grabs him by the pussy. 
I thought they were like. But when you're folks, to be fair, when you're rich and famous, they let you grab them by the pussy. All right. <laughs> <laughs> no, because remember that also had to do with like he was a Russian shill and Putin was going after Pussy Riot. Maybe yes, possibly. I just I they had the women's march, which they do. In, yeah, uh, it was right? the it was the women's march in 2017, and they. But it was very big. It was a huge deal because it was geared towards like Trump or something. Dude, there was something with the pussy hats though. The pussy hats were so huge. And do you see anybody with a pussy hat now? No. No, you don't. Oh, you're dude. You're right, dude. Literally, the, it says right here on the <clears throat> on the website. The pussy hat project aimed to turn the march. This is just the yearly women's march into a sea of pink creating a striking visual statement of solidarity for women's rights in protest merely against the the incoming Trump administration. <laughs> <laughs> he, he hadn't even started yet. This was literally... This was at his inauguration. They were at the fucking... Th- the, the pussy hats, man. What happened the to the pussy hats? Come on. First, the first day of his presidency, <laughs> they just went to protest his incoming administration. Like, nope, yeah. this is wrong. We need We're going to stand in solidarity. For- You're right, dude. It was because of the fucking grab him by the pussy. That's right. Oh, Jesus Christ. It's so funny. That's one of the funniest clips of all time, man. I, I So many people were so outraged. They were just, oh, they, they couldn't control themselves with the rage, man, because he, he, Trump <laughs> talked about how when you're a celebrity, oh, you could just grab him by the pussy. Oh, my God. We're going to march. We're going to wear hats. We're going to wear hats that look like pussies. Dude, you're so right. So dude. dumb. Dude, listen to this. The can't-ear design was developed in part as a response to a recording of Trump. <laughs> Released by the American television program Access Hollywood. Do you know who he's talking to? Billy Bush. He's related to your boy. (laughs) In which he claimed to grab them by the pussy. (laughs) An assertion he later tried to put down as simple locker room banter. It's just the boys talking with the boys, man. It's what we do in the locker room. Oh, uh, this is insane, dude. They have this thing in this... Mu- There's a pussy hat in the museum in London. No. Oh, yeah, dude. You gotta no see this display. No way, dude. It's, dude, because of the hats, they went to a female knitter. And wow. she was supplied yarn from a female yarn supplier. Wow, and I was... They, <laughs> they knitted the first design... Of the pussy hat. I was hoping that they were molded exactly like her pussy, actually. Like it was an exact <laughs> mold of her vagina. Just big old pussy hat vagina. <laughs> it fits all hats. Or heads, believe it or not. Oh, just so you know, it all means nothing and it's stupid. It started in Los Angeles. <laughs> That's right, dude. Hey, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude, this is so funny, man. This is, I totally forgot about the pussy head. Dude, everyone did, man. But where'd they go? You know now, like, all these liberals, they got this, like, dusty section in their closet in the corner there, and it's got that, like, remember the BLM sign? Right? It's the BLM signs there. <laughs> oh, yeah. The the, uh, the pussy hat. 
is there. You know, they got their Ukraine. The Ukraine flag is probably folded up there now. Uh, you know, the mask. They got their 3M K9 mask this. hanging there. It's all getting dusty. In 10,000 years, somebody's going to go do one of those cores where they, like, <laughs> drill a hole in the earth and then examine it. They're going to be like, what is this blue and yellow Ukraine flag? <laughs> They're going to see a mask. They're going to see the pussy hat, like, as you go back through the years. A MAGA hat. <laughs> Next to the MAGA hat, a tuna sandwich from Subway. Oh, is this, <laughs> is this Juicy Smoothie's house? This must be the house of Juicy Smoothie. <laughs> never forget people the man bought a tuna sandwich from subway and then faked being attacked by mega republicans this was before they freshly sliced it <laughs> that's right this is before we found out that it wasn't real tuna oh, oh dude everybody always knew Come i know on. but that's the real tragedy of the whole story is how expensive tuna is? You're juicy, smooth, yay. You're a big sort of TV star that I've never heard of, but you're supposedly famous. You're, <laughs> you're eating Subway at 2 in the morning. Okay, I get it. Nothing open, but probably not at Chicago. Like, there's great shit open at 2 in the morning. But, okay, you got the, you got the Subway, uh, but you went with the tuna, the mystery meat, seafood, tuna. You couldn't get, like, sushi? <laughs> you're rich, I mean, dude. Yeah, some say you're juicy smoothier. You can start hanging out with Jamar Majors. <laughs> then people won't beat you up. No. No, you just hang out and beat your women. Right? That's what you <laughs> <laughs> That's why I figured you'd be a perfect couple. You guys both hate women. <laughs> Build a relationship on that. Jamar Majors. Uh, it's uh, Jonathan Majors, if you're Jonathan, all wondering. Yeah, yeah, Jamar Jonathan... Neighbors is yeah, the comedian. I, I like calling him Jamar Majors. It's funny because, well, he, it sounds like he's a dude who batters the women. I found out, though, saw Ooh, some yeah. articles that he's like, counter-suing and claiming like he didn't really beat some of these women or one of them. Like, it... Well, to be fair, I did hear this five... Five two hundred twenty pound pound woman smacked him first. That's right. In his defense, <laughs> ultimately, what's you know kind of crazy like is that he's been dropped from everything and he's no longer the brilliant genius actor everyone was touting to be, and he's gone. He's been wiped away from all things. If you go check out the the newest Ant Man over on Disney Plus, he's not even on the promo ad for it or anything it's just you know ant-man like it should have been originally but no they had to promote this genius for a year and then he beats women so now they just eliminated him from all promo yeah he's, he's not that good i forgot what movie i just saw that he was in i didn't realize it it's not that good no i don't i again i didn't understand the hype uh you know it's just the word genius and brilliance uh, you know, to put those together and describe an actor who's made like three movies and one of them is Ant Man. Like, I don't think you could really, you know, I feel like you have an agenda going on here. You're trying to sell a point, and like I said, we're 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 the pendulum is swinging. We it feels like we're heading out of that world war. Uh, you know, everything has to be black culture and celebrate black culture. We did that for a year. Remember, we had uh, the Woman King. Everybody, uh, I don't know if you, do you have your copy, DVD copy of Woman uh, King? I have dude, mine. Did you see, 
Did you see that Jamie Foxx movie? They cloned Tyrone. No, we discussed this, uh, how they made uh, it and how it looks like they cloned Jamie Foxx in real life. Did you see it? How is it, my man? Unwatchable. Unwatchable. This, this, was, this was one of those, like, blue lit. They came up with it. They were going to do this during the BLM days. Like, this is just... I don't... It's one of those like black movies where I don't even get half the jokes. Oh man! Well, I thought they and were... the ones I do get are like, ah, oh, dude. There's this one scene where they're all eating chicken and they're just like smacking the shit out of their lips while they're eating it. I hate that. Wow. All right. Well, you know, I did read that they were going for a comedy black exploitation homage. So I, f- you know, I think that's kind of the angle there, where they're almost making fun of the way these kind of uh, black culture films were. Produced back in the 70s. 